Okay, so as the thumbnail, the little picture that accompanies this episode reads, your appointment is now cancelled. We will send you another text message with your new appointment details in the coming weeks. I've essentially rescheduled it. I haven't cancelled it. I haven't decided that I'm not getting it. And the reason that I haven't decided that is because I am, as of, what is it, the 30th of June, undecided as to whether or not I will take the mRNA vaccine. I say specifically the mRNA vaccine because that's the one that I was arbitrarily dealt. And what I mean by that is, when I signed up for the vaccine, I got a text message to say I was getting this particularly this particular vaccine, and when I googled it, it was the mRNA one. Had it been a regular vaccine that had been around longer, I probably would have just taken it. I can't say that uh, for certain because it didn't happen. I'm like all I can do is speculate, and I've postponed it to to buy myself more time because. What I've kind of promised myself I won't what I've what I've promised myself I won't let happen is for me to be sitting in a vaccination center having somebody inject me with something and for me to be sitting there thinking what am I doing why am I here I shouldn't be doing this this doesn't feel right I feel coerced into doing this and then I'm going to have to live with that essentially for the fucking rest of my life. That niggle that I did something that I didn't want to do. Because I don't do things that I, that I don't want to do. And I don't do things that I... Sorry, more to the point. I don't do things that I am morally opposed to. I'm not morally opposed to getting vaccinated. Not by any stretch of the imagination. I've said it before and I've said it again. I have been vaccinated for certain things. And I have vaccinated my kids. Okay, so I'm not an anti-vaxxer by any stretch of the fucking imagination. But I do have my concerns over this mRNA vaccine because it's a new technology, basically. It hasn't been around a long time. There's been silencing of certain voices online by tech companies. There hasn't been any real debate that I've seen or conversation around it. It's... Governments, tech companies, the pharmaceutical industry and the media are basically pushing the same narrative of get out, get out and get yourself vaccinated and we can all move past this COVID crack. And what it boils down to me is, do I trust these institutions? Do I trust the Irish government? Do I trust the pharmaceutical industry? Do I tr- trust media outlets? Do I trust tech companies? And the answer to those questions is yes, I do. I trust them to do what it is that they do. I trust them to do what it is that they've done and will continue to do. Because me that loves my little expressions, there's a saying I'm a big fan of, which is the best predictor of future performance is past performance. So I trust all those organisations to be distrustful. I think they're all set up in such a way whereby there is... The name of the game is deferred responsibility. We've pigeonholed the component parts of these industries so that everybody's blameless. Nobody's taking ownership 
for what's being said. Everybody's saying what they should say, doing what they should do. And there's a... There's some element of coercion there within that group of, of governments, big pharma, big tech, big media. It's it's almost in a way that collectively they don't know what to do, but they're doing it anyway. And they're doing it with with certainty. And the, the pro-vaccination people that I've spoken to, it's their certainty that unnerves me there's a certainty to this is the way forward this is what you should do everybody should just fall in line get it done let's move on because as I've said in previous episodes you know we all want to get to pennies and the pub and to Santa Ponza and we'll do pretty much anything to put all this behind us which has left me in a bit of an awkward spot because I as much if not more than anybody I don't want to go back to the way things were. I want to go back to something better. I've grown, I've matured over the last year and a half of fucking lockdowns and all the rest of it. I'm a different person than who I was coming into COVID. I'm the better for COVID. So I by no means want to go back to the way things were. I want to get back to something resembling normality, I suppose. I want to go back to not worrying, is the lockdown going to be extended? I want to go back to not worrying about, will my business recover? It's, I want the end of, I want the end to uncertainty. Relatively speaking, there's always going to be uncertainty in life. But I think what COVID has done is, it's just thrown everything up in the air. Nobody knows their arse and their elbow anymore. And at the height of people not knowing their arse from their elbow, certainty I'm going to view with scepticism. So if you're 100% convinced that this is the way forward, I would ask, what are you basing that on? Because if you're basing that on the trust that you have in those institutions that I outlined, fucking hell. You're na- as far as I'm concerned, you're naive to trust any of those organisations. So you might think to yourself, oh, well, you're definitely not going to get this fucking mRNA vaccine then. And if I wasn't, that's what I'd be saying. If I had made my mind up, I'd be fucking telling you. But I haven't. But not trusting these organisations or trusting them to be untrustworthy only goes so far. And what you have to ask yourself is, what's the alternative? Because I don't want to be guilty of of having a double standard here. I hear people giving out about capitalism endlessly. Capitalism, blah, 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 blah. The whole fucking nine yards. It's evil, it's this, it's that. It makes us all greedy, it corrupts us, it's, you know, blah, blah. All the fucking, the whole lot of it. And my answer to them is, is always, what's your alternative? And for the most part, it's, you know, socialism or revolution or a revolution of some some description. But no, but nothing other than some sort of vague idea. No tangible plan. No, no nothing. Just, oh, we have to change. Okay, I mean, let's say we were all in agreement that we have to change. What, what are we going to fucking do? 
My sense is that step by step, we educate ourselves and we kind of, in a grassroots effort, we help each other become more aware so that we make better decisions moving forward and that we start to vote in at council level decent, honourable people not people who are in politics because their fucking dad was a politician or because they're too fucking stupid to make it in the private sector or they just like the idea of telling people what to do without actually having to do anything themselves and I feel as though I'm doing my part to a degree in having built this platform that I've built but the fucking last thing that I want this platform to do is add more division and to to create more noise and to further confuse people and it could very well and I've, I've thought about this it could very well end up that I will go ahead and get even this mRNA jab because if I do I'll be sitting there going while they while they inject me I'll be sitting there going do you know what I'm not 100% sure about this whole mRNA thing but I've made my peace with it I've decided that I'm going to be that human guinea pig and that I'm going to do it for the benefit of fucking everybody myself included I'm not trying to make that out to be if I was to get it and to say look I'll be your human guinea pig I'll take a chance with it just so we can all fucking get back on the road to wherever we're going I'm, I, I don't mean to say that as as some sort of selfless gesture nothing could be further from the truth I want the fucking restaurants to open back up I want my business to fucking get back up and running I want the people that I employ to be back and to have some sort of security so they can, you know, get married or have kids or, or whatever it is that people are genuinely putting on hold at the minute. Like, people's people's lives are being put on hold. Like, I've gotten away lightly because I've had my dark night of the soul. COVID wasn't that for me. If anything, I took full advantage of COVID. I feel like I've developed more in the last year and a half than I had probably in the previous 10 this podcast has gone a long way to ensuring that. But I would argue at least that there's a huge, big, whopping difference between happily sitting down and saying, yeah, I'll get vaccinated even though I have my doubts and I'm uncertain. But I'm doing it as an act of solidarity with the hundreds of thousands of other people who've already gotten vaccinated. And I don't have a real concrete reason to not get and in the absence of an alternative you kind of have to grim and bear the norm the last couple of episodes that I've uploaded I've implicitly and explicitly been leaning towards not taking the mRNA vaccine And I was quizzed on it by past guest and friend of the show, Pat O'Reilly. He seemed to think that I had not made up my mind, 
but that I was putting forward far more reasons not to get it than to get it. And it was a fair point. And the way that I would answer that is I don't need to put forward the reasons to get vaccinated because that's the narrative. When you take a contrarian position, you have to speak about your position, not the counter to your position. Every man, woman and children, every man, woman and child in the country is saying, go out and get vaccinated, everyone gets vaccinated, everyone is safe and we'll get past this together, let's all get vaccinated. That's the narrative, that's what every fucking last cunt in the world is saying. So even though I'm still, call it 50-50, I kind of go 60-40 in both ways every so often. Even though I'm somewhere in the middle, I don't really feel the need to put forward the benefits of getting vaccinated. Because I think that's already out there in the ether. I think that's the by far the dominant narrative. So don't be, don't be thinking that I'm, you know, 90% not, getting the mRNA vaccine and 10% getting it. It's, you know, 55-45 and it wanes in both directions. And rest assured, if I don't get vaccinated, I won't be just doing nothing. I'll be taking ivermectin or, or something else that's that's known to be at least as effective as vaccination. But here's one for you. and I've been saying this since day one in relation to covid as far as pandemics are concerned, we won the fucking low. And I, I don't mean to piss on anybody's chips who's lost a husband or a wife or a kid or a granny or, or, or anything of the sort. That's tragic. Losing anybody is tragic. But as far as pandemics go, we got the pandemic that goes after people with underlying illnesses and the elderly and the obese we didn't go we didn't get the thing that goes after children quite the contrary we seem to have gotten the fucking pandemic that seems to just skip kids thank fuck can you imagine what this pandemic would have been like if it went after young healthy children instead of old unhealthy elderly people not that that's all the covid has gone after but you get the sentiment we won the fucking low and we failed the test of dealing with it pretty fucking miserably. Dissenting voices have been silenced. There's been no real debate that I've noticed in relation to what we should do or how we should move things forward. Ireland seems to be doing what Ireland does best. Copy America. Copy England. And it just goes to show, as far as I'm concerned at least, the need for people like me and others to do whatever it is that they're doing. Whether it's running for election themselves, or promoting genuine people into power, or as I do, just generally promoting the idea that you don't need to be as ill-informed as you once were. You're more than, you could be more than you are, I suppose. You could be more aware. You could be healthier of body and mind and spirituality. And that there are alternatives. Just because you've rejected Catholicism because of the crimes of the Catholic Church, and maybe you don't see a, maybe there's no window or door into 
Islam or Judaism or Buddhism or Hinduism or, or, or any other religion, maybe that's not there for you. And maybe you feel a little bit fucking lost, like most of us. But you can have a personal God without buying into religious dogma, which just, for the most part, breeds division. It's just another way to differentiate us. Another way to, to other people. Another way to, 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 to separate us. To distinguish us from each other. I'm like, fuck me, becoming a divisive figure over this whole vaccine thing is the last thing that I want to fucking do. But having said that, I'm not just going to say nothing. I'm not going to, as I said at the outset of this, this episode, I will not, I refuse to sit in the vaccination centre with a big worried head on me, shaking my head while I get injected with something that I don't think I should be getting injected with. Fuck that noise, that's not happening. Now, having said that, and again I'll repeat, I could very well end up sitting on that chair with a big smile on my face saying, Do you know what, I have my doubts, I have my concerns, but fuck it, I'm in it for the fucking, I'm in it with the rest of us. We all have to take our medicine, I don't particularly like this, but I don't have an alternative, so here I am. And I'll know, I'll know better, I'll have thought about it more, I'll be more articulate on the subject when it's my kids' turn to get vaccinated. Oh, and we're doing this again in, you know, COVID 2.0 in 2025 or whatever it is. And hopefully by then, maybe not 2025, but hopefully by 2030, if we were to have another pandemic, a more serious one, maybe by then I'll have helped bring about a better breed of politician or business person or teacher or communicator or whatever it is I'll have done I'll, I'll at least feel like I'll have, I'll have done my part and you know something it's no fucking harm it's no harm to have these what would you call it a conflict of conscience it's no it's no harm to to have it because by thinking through these things like I've like I've said endlessly before you get better at the things that you do more of. You get better at whatever you practice. So if you're constantly thinking about things, you'll get better at it. Now you have to be careful that your thinking doesn't become rumination and I'm fucking guilty of that. The podcast has helped immensely with that as well. And again, I've recommended it before and I recommend it again to either have your own podcast and upload it or just record yourself or write. Get your thoughts out of your head and into a microphone or onto a page. Because, again, like I've said before, your thoughts are like farts. You never really know what they're going to sound like until they come out. And the beauty of of committing something to a recording or to writing it down on the page is there's 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 a cathartic element to it. You offload it. You get it out of your head. What rumination is, is... You're running the same shit over and over and over and over and over again. You wouldn't write it. Because if you wrote your thoughts. If you were ruminating. And you were running. How much of a prick this guy is. Or how much of a bitch that girl is. If you're running that over and over in your head. You run that over in your head 500 times in a day. And you won't even fucking notice. But you write it down 10 times. And then 20 times. And then 30 times. And then you have to flick the page and write it another 10 times. 
you're going to kind of catch yourself going, Jesus, maybe, maybe I'm fucking, maybe I'm overanalyzing this. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm repeating this a little bit too much. Maybe this isn't healthy. But by committing it to the microphone or to the page, you can see or hear it. And you, you expose it. And it's not until we expose. You can't deal with anything until you expose it, I suppose. And what this whole conflict of conscience that I have in relation to taking this mRNA vaccine or not, what I'm, what I'm learning from it, I suppose, is, yes, I don't trust big tech. Yes, I don't trust governments, the Irish or any fucking other one for that matter. I don't trust media outlets. I don't trust the pharmaceutical industry. But I have to get, I have to, I have to, I still pay my taxes. I still pay attention to the, to the laws of this country. I get on with it. Like pointing out that all these institutions are corrupt and untrustworthy and all the rest of it. That's all well and good, but you still have to get up and go to work and, you know, earn the money to buy the shopping and feed the kids and put them through school and all the rest of it. Like, I've, I've given out yards, I've given out more about our education system than anything else, probably. But my kids are still in school. And will continue to be in school. Now, maybe they won't. Maybe, on the back of their upbringing, they'll bring their kids up differently. But that's, that's for them to decide. Like, my mum was a teacher herself. So the odds of a, of a teacher's kid homeschooling is probably less than someone like me who sees education more broadly as indoctrination more than education. So my kid is more far more likely to homeschool their kid. And maybe homeschooling is the future. Maybe it's fucking not. But I tell you one thing, I won't be taking a gamble with my kid's future. I'll be putting my kids through, quote unquote, the system. Because the system, like it or lump it, is what we've got. And you have to... You have to play along to a certain degree. Now, is getting what could be deemed an experimental medical procedure, is that part of just getting on with it? I know I've a lot less to lose than most people. There's absolutely no worry anywhere in the deepest recess of my mind that my kids are going to the kids that I haven't had yet say are going to be negatively affected by it because as I said in an earlier episode I've been sterilised I've gotten a vasectomy so I've had all the kids I'm going to have but even that even mentioning the possibility that there could be implications of this mRNA vaccine down the line for your unborn children like should I be saying that? Should I be silenced for having said it? How how innocent are people? How how much do people need to be protected from voices like mine? Or not even voices like mine, but just dissenting voices in general. Thinking thinking through such matters is fucking hard work. I don't enjoy it. It's difficult. But I don't necessarily enjoy sprinting up hills either. That's difficult. And it's painful. 
but there's a fucking payoff and there's a payoff for painstakingly trying to better understand myself in an effort to make better decisions which will inevitably result in a better life for me my immediate and extended family and friends there's a value to it and there's a value to discussing ideas openly and honestly so in that somewhat philosophically meandering note I'll chat you soon